0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetNVM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports, and at A to Z Sports Nashville on Facebook, YouTube as well. Uh, make sure you, uh, you're following us all over social media. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning. Got to thank our sponsors uh, because they make it happen for a show, and they help out. You guys, Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area, at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai for your next new car. Check them out. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. calvinandsuttle.com And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So it's, not been the smoothest start for Josh Heupel's football roster uh, with him this spring as you had a total of four football players are suspended from spring practice, including highly touted freshman quarterback Caden Salter uh, after uh, drug charges and an arrest was made uh, back in um, you know early March at, on a dorm there. Now uh, you've got... This These two situations that they have to deal with, the first one that came out over the weekend, Zach, has to do with linebacker Aaron Beasley. We actually know this one by name. Aaron Beasley, Zach, is alleged of abusing a six-month-old kitten. This is coming from WBIR. The pet owner said that she had been in the process of moving when she came home and found her six-month-old kitten hiding under a dresser. The kitten could not walk and screamed when it was picked up, according to a GoFundMe to raise funds for the kitten. She said later learned that her roommate's boyfriend had abused it, later uh, known as Aaron Beasley, Vols linebacker. The kitten was brought to an emergency room with brain damage, expected to have difficulty walking, according to the GoFundMe. It also has a bleeding hemorrhage in its kidney after being kicked, And that was placed on an oxygen tank. So this is a terrible story. Um, Everybody who feels, who hears this story feels very um, a certain type of way about it. I don't know about you, but when I first read this story on Sunday morning, I was angry. I had some rage because I don't understand how someone can act this way towards any animal. If, you know, let alone a six month old kitten that's not even theirs. Like it, like, there's so many like things that don't even matter that I'm adding on to this, but a uh, fact that a human can do this to an animal makes me enraged. And Aaron Beasley, I think um, has some very serious issues coming up. If uh, this in fact is correct. And this is what happened because all these things right now, and I have to say this are allegations and the police department in Knoxville are currently investigating as this happened over the weekend. Zach, what was your first reaction when you heard about this story?
1: Well, and, and we speculation absolutely. That's the tough part about this story is we don't necessarily know fully what happened in the act. Why there are some mystery behind this? Well, they're, they're just
0: allegations. That's that's what we know. Like it, yeah, it, yeah.
1: There's mystery behind it. Sure. So. Uh, That's the point that I was trying to make. I think I I would like to know more information. Look, animal abuse is nothing to uh, laugh about or uh, even happen. But, and we all know the Michael Vick story, if you've seen the 30 for 30 on a completely different level, right? But this, I I think there needs to be repercussions. I think that's what we're going to talk about. But for this guy, the, the question that I have is the why. Okay, if I looked into the story and, and you know, you you try to to find some telling things from the article written. And one thing that I it kind of stood out to me, Austin, uh, and you told me about this story prior to the show, and then I read the article. The roommate was moving out. So I'm thinking in the process of moving in or out, regardless. But yes. But well, no, that I that matters. Right? You're moving out. Why are you moving out? Is there a reason you're moving out? What does this have to do? Something. Hey, go okay. Don't go ahead. Don't rustle your brow at something you don't even know what I'm gonna say. Okay. I would like to know more about the situation on why the roommate is moving, where are they moving? I would like to know the situation of what was going on, what was what was happening. Was there a fight prior to her exiting? I don't know what was going on. I also don't know why the act was happening or who witnessed the act. Was there multiple people in the household when this occurred? Because obviously there's a witness, right? That's how the story got out. If it was just this guy and the kitten, I don't think this story gets out. So we have to honestly interview and the police have to interview the person that witnessed this act to figure out the why. And then you can kind of trickle down what needs to happen and the repercussions and the punishment that goes towards this guy. There's obviously a GoFundMe that is climbing up the ladder and money can't necessarily fix everything. It can help, but it can't fix the emotional damage that this you know, college student has happened because her kitten has been kicked and trauma has ensued.
0: Yeah, and Jeff says his new motto is only in Tennessee. And it feels like only with the vaults. Only with the Vols. Uh, this stuff some, happens
1: all over the country.
0: I, yeah, but again, like I, I you say you, you need more information. The only information I need to know how I feel about this is if it's true. If this player, if Aaron Beasley, in fact, if the investigation tells me and tells everybody that Aaron Beasley physically abused this kitten to the fact that the cat has brain damage and has difficulty walking. That's all I need to know for him to be kicked off the football team and expelled from the university of Tennessee. There is a different level of psychopath of to do that to a six month kitten to any animal that has no ability to defend itself. And you are a athletic freak because you're a D one sec level football player for you to physically harm that animal to this level means you do not deserve to have the scholarship and everything that comes with having that uh, opportunity with a football scholarship. Aaron Beasley, if this is true, if the investigation comes back and says all these allegations are true, goodbye, go away, be gone. You're a terrible human being. That's all the information I need. I don't need the reason of why the person was moving in or moving out. That's irrelevant. The fact that this this D1 athlete did this to a six-month-old kitten is despicable and disgusting and pisses me off. That's
1: all I need. Okay, well, so let's ask the question that Austin's already answered. Should the Vols player who allegedly kicked a a, a kitten be on or off the football team? That's the question we're asking. Austin's not going to be able to answer that question. I can go deeper. I'm not done. He already he already's answered that question. So we'll ask you: Should this Vols player be who allegedly kicked the kitten uh, be on or off the football team? Uh, you know, some harsh words look uh, harsh actions yield harsh punishment. We'll find out what the chat has to say about that, Austin. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens to this guy.
0: Yeah. First, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Mandu is literally for everybody. Any age, uh, any athletic ability. If you're in shape, out of shape, it doesn't matter. Mandu can help you achieve your fitness goals, whether you're trying to bulk up, trying to lean out, trying to lose fat, trying to get stronger. Mandu can help you achieve whatever goal you have at mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's easy in your joints because it's full body, electronic muscle stimulation. So if you can't work out and lift weights like you used to, don't worry. Mandu's got you at mandu.com
1: and also bet mgm that's where i was hey i was on there last night i had a nice nice in game parlay nuggets magic hit about won about 70 bucks last night on a late night game thank you bet mgm for that opportunity i got exactly what i wanted i got my jokic points i got my 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 points for murray i got the win it all came together to save my sunday after some uh Miss bets earlier in the day. You can take partake. Austin and I have been playing BetMGM since they became our title sponsor of this morning show. Great, great uh, experience. Download the app today using the promo code ATOZ Sports.
0: All right. So the, the question is, and, and should Aaron Beasley, who is allegedly kicked a kitten, six month old kitten, be on or off the football team? Again, right now, all of these things are just allegations. Um, Kelkin says off immediately. If true, Corey says off stress has kicked off, kick, uh, kicked off ASAP. Donald says he should be gone. Animal abuse is no good. Ronnie says off the team. Are you kidding me? William says he needs to be off the team period. Louis says animal abuse is a felony. He needs to be busted. Jeff Ruble says off. And if anyone says on, they need psychological help. Ronnie says off the team. Kyle says, I think we find this guy and beat his ass. Sounds pretty good. I think a lot of people, I think you would have a, uh, Uh, A decent amount of people who would be willing to jump on board with that there, Kyle. Other Kyle says, get him off the team. Alex says, he should be suspended until the investigation is over. If it's true, he needs to be off the team. Brent says, 100% off. Titan says, yeah, there should be no place in this world for this. Stacey says, the animal society people is going to find this player. Kim says, if true, off the team, period. Colton says, no way. Knoxville lets this one ride out. He should be gone. Joe Dan says, he should be on the Knox County Jails football team, not just the Vols football team, but in the, in jail somewhere, Josh has kicked his ass off the team for real. Uh, so Zach, I, I know there's a lot more answers. I've already given my opinion because I think this is so despicable that, that you know, the, like what, what else is there to investigate here? Like, and that's what, that's what I don't know. I'm, I'm eager to see what all comes out of the investigation. There's really no, nothing the kitten could have done to this human being to allow for the human being to act like this and to do the things that he did to this kitten. It's just, it blows my mind, blows my mind of how human beings think they can treat animals like this when they're so much bigger and stronger and the kitten is defenseless against it. It just drives me insane.
1: Before I give my answer I do want to ask you a question. Okay, who's the best player on the Tennessee football team? I actually struggled to find. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm asking football, you. Well,
0: the best football player on the Tennessee Vols football team right now, I would probably have to go with who. This is this, not easy. This is uh, a problem. Like, Alante Taylor, like he's pretty good. I mean, they have so many guys that are in the transfer portal. All
1: right, so I, I, my question is: If this was the star quarterback, quarterback, do yeah. you think that the chat would feel the same way?
0: Like you're saying, like if Harrison Bailey did this, right? Yeah, and, and I, I don't didn't say, want to
1: put that on Harrison Bailey. Right, That's right, why I said right, star right. quarterback, but
0: like if the star quarterback, if the best, biggest, biggest badass on the team did this, I don't care.
1: If it's me, I, I know I don't you care. don't care. I didn't ask you if you cared. I'm, I, I'm, what I'm trying to get to is if this was the star quarterback on the football team that had just had a very successful season, I don't think that the chat and in general are Man. calling for his head to be kicked off the team. Right. I do think punishment. I'm not saying that the, the chat is lifeless or has no heart or but soul. no, Your point do is, you, do you, your, uh, your
0: point is the fact that it's Aaron Beasley who people probably didn't know existed before this. Yeah. That, that definitely makes it a lot easier for people to answer and kick off the team. But again, I but don't, that,
1: but that's not how it should be, right? This is about animal it's not rights. for me.
0: It's not for me. Like it's not about that. Like I, I view, I think, like I,
1: I disagree. I think that if you this think was the I star would
0: think differently about this.
1: I, yeah, I do. I think if this was the star quarterback of the Tennessee no. Volunteers who had just had a really good year and he I, was the he was I the one miss. future, the the glimpse of future that Tennessee had and hope, I think you'd be calling for a suspension, not no. him kicked off. You, I think you know me better than this. I know. I, I, you know, I know me how you a lot feel. better than this. Zachary. I No, I know you how know how you me. Feel. I think. I think in general, that's how the public that would feel. I, I think. You saying that about me is very disrespectful to what you know about me. You can call it disrespect or whatever you want. But I, 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 I think not- it's a completely different story. That's my point. Okay. The reason why I brought that up. Oh, is it's a completely more hope- high different profile. Yeah. It's a completely different story, but that's not how it should be, but that's how it would be. Not This for is me. what I, this is when what I, I, let, I get, let me I, talk. I, you asked me the question. I'm going to answer the question. This is what I think is going to happen. All right. I think Tennessee is not going to kick him off. I think he will be suspended indefinitely. I think they will try to let this story calm down. And I think he will be on the team. Okay? I don't know if that will happen. I just think that that's probably how uh, Josh Heupel and the Tennessee Brass will handle it. What I think should happen is, obviously, I need to know more information. What drives me crazy, we are so quick as a society to cancel somebody. We, and this is cancel culture. Whether it's right or wrong, all I'm saying is whatever that. happened till innocent till proven guilty. An investigation needs to come out. If in fact the the investigation this is all speculation. This report is a speculation. If in fact this did happen, in my opinion, he needs to be kicked off of the team. Okay. That is my that is my answer to the question. I don't think he will be I think they'll let this dust settle, but this is not understanding that we don't know the details to any of the story.
0: I will read, I will read the details available that are made by available. The, uh, that's key though. Okay, I'm, Not I'm, everything is everything available. And so uh, I'll read the excerpt, uh, from the WBAR article that I read earlier in the show. The pet owner said that she had been moving in the process of moving When she came home and found her six-month-old kitten hiding under a dresser, the kitten could not walk and screamed when it was picked up, according to the GoFundMe account to raise funds for the kitten. She later said... Uh, that she learned that her roommate's boyfriend had abused it, who we have they have identified as Aaron Beasley, Vol's linebacker. The kitten was brought to an emergency room with brain damage and is expected to have difficulty walking, according to the GoFundMe. It also has a bleeding hemorrhage in his kidney after being kicked, the owner said, and that it was placed on an oxygen tank. So – Here's what I say. I'm with Kelkins. Animal abuse is not cancel culture. This has nothing to do with cancel culture. This is law. This is breaking the law. Cancel culture happens when somebody says something stupid on the internet that gets them removed from whatever platform that they had been on that animal abuse is not cancel culture.
1: No, no, no. Cancel culture is jumping to conclusions without having the full information of the story. That is cancel culture. So you're dead effing wrong on that, Austin. Your definition of cancel culture is incorrect. Cancel culture is jumping to conclusions without having the full and it doesn't mean they couldn't or won't be canceled. Right? I justify canceling at times. I when when just. And I'm saying this guy should be kicked off of the team in due time. But also, we have to find out more information, not just some half ass story on a website. Okay, Whether it's credible or not, you cannot jump to conclusions based on the facts that we have yeah, I'm and not the facts doing- that we don't have. I'm not doing that because when I went on my well, rant, yes.
0: What are you talking about, dude? I, I just, I've said the same stuff that you've said.
1: No, but if, look, an accusation is not the same as a guilty verdict. No,
0: of course, of course. And when that's, I went on my, that's Zach, all I've said. That when I, I said the same damn thing when I went on my rant the first ten minutes of the show. That if the investigation proves that this is correct, that's all I need to know to kick him off the team. I said that I made sure to say these are accusations and the investigation is ongoing. I made sure to say that at least three times during my entire rant so people couldn't come back around and say, well, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? I, I made sure to do that, okay? That if this is true, then Aaron Beasley needs to be expelled from the university because any other, any other student that had something like this were criminal charges were put on a player or a, a student like this or a human being it is criminal like it that is actually criminal and so they should be aaron beasley should be
1: off the team what is the sentence of the crime
0: i don't know that i'm not a prosecutor i'm, not, I'm asking you i, you I have no it. idea you me- mentioned no that it
1: is a crime what is what is I, the punishment i, I, for the I crime? don't know
0: i don't know i could try to look it up but again, i would like,
1: like to for you to because okay. if you're going to say that i don't know what the pun is it a is it a hundred dollar fine? I mean, there's that, that means something, right? Is it a hundred dollar fine? Is it three days in jail? Is it probation? Is it, uh, animal I mean, abuse, are, abuse w- awareness? Like, there
0: there's so many like nuances and stuff that you can't even figure out like what a, what a well, sentence well
1: you're calling it a crime. I'm trying to figure crime, out what it Zach. is. It is a crime. What is animal it? Cruelty I'm, asking, is a I'm, crime. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're not right. I'm asking, don't get defensive. I'm asking. Your your question. You brought it up. You brought it up. I didn't bring it up. Because you brought it up.
0: It, yes, it's a crime. I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to find out like what. It, there's no standard for like, oh, if you kick a kitten, you get this many days in jail. Like that's not how it works. <laughs> like that's not how it
1: works. But you're saying that that is a, again. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just asking something that you stated.
0: Yes, uh, animal cruelty is a crime. I I
1: a- I fully understand that like i'm not discrediting that said, at all
0: that it's criminal all i said is it's criminal okay <laughs> i said it's criminal which is true and now you're questioning me on on the fact that it's criminal i asked and the long. question
1: I, I i didn't question you that's yeah. wrong you're taking this like your 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 defenses are up today Thank when they you, don't Chris. necessarily it, mean to be.
0: No, because you're coming at me. It's hard for Austin to not be more defensive when you've been on him all morning saying for the same thing that I did. I said the same thing you did just 10 minutes earlier about well, the investigation no, and allegations. You stuff.
1: botched the definition of cancel culture, I, which yeah. was completely wrong. Like that's what I that was my premise of finding out more information and not being quick to pull the trigger. I don't mind if the trigger is pulled. And this guy is kicked off like to, to justify it. And I know what everybody is doing and should do. Everybody puts themselves in the same position. If anybody were to do anything to my dog Tux, I, I would be in jail. I, I've, we're I've actually, the fully, hell out of that no, I have fully, uh, I fully accepted this Austin. If anybody were to do anything to my dog, I would be in jail for the things that I would do to that person. And it would be terrible. Like I'm talking about that person would be in a wheelchair. I would make sure for at least six months, I'm not saying for a full life, but for at least six months, I would make sure that person is in a wheelchair.
0: All right. Thank
1: that, you. Several of you guys
0: have brought up uh Kelkins, who is a lawyer. We know this is first offense of class, a misdemeanor subsequent subsequent offense, E felony, Tennessee code, whatever.
1: That's so, what I was asking. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what the law was with this and he should be, prosecuted to the full amount if this is in fact true, but, but this is why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I predicted, and I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't think Tennessee will kick him off the team and it goes to what happens around this university with our next story, because there's a lot of dust under the rug when it comes to collegiate football teams that have a lot of money and a lot of power.
0: Well, and I don't know if money and power is coming into this next story, but it's, it, it, and we I don't think know money that, and so.
1: power is in every story. Okay.
0: So, but we don't know that for, for fact, but there is a very interesting story that just came out of the Knox news Sentinel, uh, this morning from Blake Topmeyer about a shooting that happened on uh, the strip last March before the COVID shutdown involving Brandon Davis who has since transferred to a junior college off of the football team, but he was shot in the leg by a teammate. That's all we know, but we're going to talk about this story here in a second, Zach, deeper, but first tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle.
1: I, I, I will, and I will talk about Calvin and Subtle. and I've got a brand new, I, I, I don't know exactly which one I'm going to feature, but guys, we have to define what cancel culture is, and, uh, and Jeff says you can't cancel somebody who no one knows existed. You absolutely can't. Uh that happens on the internet all the time. Cancel culture is defined by society or the masses jumping to conclusions to force a firing or public humiliation without knowing the extent fully of the circumstance that they are against. That is cancel culture. And I think we need to understand this. It's it, it doesn't matter what situation but that is cancel culture. And that's
0: not what's happening right here. Because uh, I think both of us have said if the allegations are ending up to be true and the investigation tells us so, then Aaron Beasley should, does not deserve to be on the team.
1: Does not deserve to be on the team.
0: Yes. It, the, both I, of us have said that.
1: Yes. But jumping to conclusions based on not knowing the full extent of the situation is the start of cancel culture. Neither that's, of us all have done this, Zach. I, you I, understand. I, I'm that. defining cancel culture. Because okay. you defined it earlier incorrectly. Okay. I'm defining it correctly. But neither of us are jumping to conclusions. Uh, you I, have to I'd understand say, that. I'm not, that's not what we're talking about, okay. Austin. It's okay. a separate situation. I don't know what you can't, why you can't I'm get just that Making your sure head. that we understand. I'm just it. saying what cancel culture is. Okay. That's what we need to understand. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. What you also need to understand is how good Calvin and Subtle is, and how good they could be to you. And that starts with this Angelo, and I just started featuring this last week, this Angelo Hardwood 4. This can be in your home. This would look unbelievable in your kitchen, in your living room, or in your den. Oh, you put this thing in your bedroom and, and make this thing pop. Have that nice feel, get a nice rug on top of it. I'm, I'm telling you, this is an upgrade in renovating your home. Calvin and Subtle can hook you up. 615-448-6414. They go to all Middle Tennessee. They will come to you. They will make sure of that. CalvinandSuttle.com. A Z sports. Don't forget,
0: bat MGM is the king of sports books. And there is money to be made tonight. With Gonzaga and Baylor. Don't forget, if you download the app, BetMGM app, use our bonus code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk free bet up to $600 with your first deposit. And your first bet. Look, we're going to have the A to Z sports picks guys putting out. If you're following them on Twitter, make sure you do that at Allen Bell at Vegas B Edwards for your picks and more on that to come. But BetMGM, download the app, uh, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. As we are live on a Monday here on A to Z sports. So the first story we talked about, was the allegations and the investigation that's going on with Vols linebacker Aaron Beasley, who has allegedly uh, physically abused a kitten, a six-month-old kitten, to the point that the kitten was on an oxygen tank, had bleeding hemorrhage in its kidney, and has brain damage and trouble walking. Uh, Now there is a very interesting uh, story that came out of the Knox News Sentinel this morning where police... uh, Tennessee football player Brandon Davis did not shoot himself in the bar. His teammate did. So Blake Topmeyer put this together, and it's happened in March of 2020, where Brandon Davis was at a bar in Knoxville on campus, and a shot happened in his leg. He, did, like everybody's supposed to do, calls 911, says he was shot. The police initially suspected that he shot himself accidentally. He denied that and that the uh, case is now closed without any arrest or any charges because Davis decided to not press charges. But the teammate uh, is still on the football team to this day. We have no idea who this teammate is because the Knox News Sentinel has decided to not publish the teammate's name in this article because no arrest or charges were made. Now, we can go quick on this. Fair or foul for the Knox News Sentinel to withhold that name from us? Fair or foul? Off the top of your head.
1: Do they know it?
0: They know, yes. They absolutely know the name. They, cho- they wrote in the article that they decided to not publish the name because no arrest or charge was made, but this person is a suspect. But the case is closed uh, because no further action was wanting to be taken by Brandon Davis.
1: Honestly, and unfortunately, like my gut says, foul, but it is fair because they're going by the the letter of a law, right? So it's it could be form as de- it could be a form of defamation uh, because they are interacting as uh, it's a
0: suspect. But it, this, this is a situation. But there that, is like, no
1: case. But yeah, the case is closed. But that's the- so. That's the reason why they can do that. And I'm sure. Again. Uh, There's a journalistic standard that they had to go through and make this decision, and this is what they fell on. I completely understand how people say foul, but I think because the case is closed, they do not – like, that is the police and the judiciary systems, that is their job to – to go through their system. Yeah. It is not the newspaper's job.
0: TJ says, oh, now you want to talk law, LOL. No, this is journalism ethics. And I, I did take that class at, in college. So yeah, there, I do feel like- two separate
1: situations. I do feel like I can
0: actually talk about this uh, in this situation compared to animal cruelty that I have no idea other than I know, the fact, that it is criminal. But I, 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 I guess the only reason why it's fair to withhold the name Is because the case is closed, and this person was never further or more than a suspect, is what they said in this. But I find this very intriguing, and like now, Josh Heupel has inherited a roster that has a, a person who has allegedly physically abused a kitten, someone who has allegedly. And as a suspect in a shooting of a teammate in a bar
1: was a suspect.
0: Fair. Okay. Fair. And then you've got the four guys who are arrested for drug charges off trying to bust into a dorm room uh, early this March. So it's a very interesting situation of that. Josh Heupel has kind of walked himself into because it's the first spring practice for him, and he's having to handle now three off, field situations uh that are fairly serious because one in the least serious off the field incident includes the highly touted highly recruited quarterback that might help his success early in Caden Salter but the other two are much more serious that we're talking about today.
1: Well, drugs animal abuse and then guns yes. <laughs> I mean that's a recipe uh that's not a good recipe let's just say that and this is why I was saying what i think will happen with the previous story is that i think that things tend to be brushed under the rug when it comes to collegiate football programs it always has been and it always will be austin I, let's let's I, I want a quick opinion from you do you think that in the case of uh, of the, the kitten case per se that Aaron Beasley will be on the team or will not be on the team come this fall.
0: Well, now you're asking me to uh, yeah, not your opinion, an, an open investigation, right?
1: Yeah, it's a prediction.
0: Well, I mean, again, like, you just got on to me about trying to not, you know, say innocent or, or not trying to say guilty before. I'm
1: saying what based on what the, the football, for the football team's sake. Because we've seen... How can I
0: even answer that question? We, off we've of what seen, you we've seen what of.
1: happens with this particular... This per, well, this whole show, which I, I hate these shows to be honest, because all these shows do, and it always happens with effing Tennessee or like it always happens with college, honestly. Because well, yeah, we because don't you know get- enough we don't know enough information. Adam Schefter's not on the story. You got you know some you know Knoxville no newspaper agents. on the story. And th- there's a huge difference. So it's all speculation on the these shows. And yeah. I hate it. We do well, these and, like and you've probably about got- 10 times a year because this crap happens. And that's all we have to do. We're forced to do. You basically, I mean, it's a gun to everybody's head saying, hey, what do you think is going to happen? Even though we don't know the facts, we do this show based on the story. Yeah, but again, like you can't jump on me for trying to, you know, kick the no, guy. I'm, off I'm stating you- that I hate these shows. No, I understand well, you that. But cannot you cannot also- have, you cannot form an opinion fully based on the facts that we know right. here. Here's the big part about this mystery shooter story is the guy who got shot doesn't want to tell what happened. Yeah. He was not
0: uh, reached why? or able to be reached for interview, but, and so somebody also asked in the, in the chat that I saw uh, James says, why publish the story now? And so Blake Totmeyer kind of explained that uh, last night on Twitter in March 2020, then Vols football player Brandon Davis got shot in the leg. asked for an investigation, police believe a teammate accidentally shot Davis. Davis didn't pursue charges. The case is closed without arrest. The teammate denies the shooting. Why am I writing this now? Initially, police speculated that Davis might have accidentally shot himself. Davis said he didn't, so he monitored the case. So basically, uh, Brandon Davis wanted the world to know, I did not shoot myself. <laughs> and if I were Brandon Davis, I would want this story written too. That I did not shoot myself.
1: But I also don't want anybody to know who shot me. <laughs> yeah, and, and we don't know. Uh, Is it again, like the two that's... of them were playing with a gun in a room and all of a sudden, accidentally, they were, a they were both playing with it? I Right? They were in a bar, in a public setting, in a bar, <laughs> in a crowded bar, on
0: a college campus, and a gunshot went off and he felt his leg get hot. He looked down and he had been shot with a graze wound in his leg.
1: Why are so many people dumbasses? Jesus, well, this because, is the stupidest thing. Why are you having a gun in a bar?
0: Well, for- Zach, uh, because uh, a couple things. When you are 18 to 22 years old, you do stupid stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, first. we both went to SEC schools. You do stupid stuff. Yeah, now, but I
1: don't carry guns in bars. Well, there's a there's a whole nother level to stupid of what I was doing in college to what these two dumbasses are doing. And I call them like I see them. That's all. I'm glad the, the other guy shouldn't be on the team based on how stupid he is for playing with a damn gun and accidentally shoot being in the situation to accidentally shoot your buddy aka your teammate and then you got to have a cover up story so these two losers I'm glad the guy transferred the other guy who's on the team who we can't find out his identity Josh Hypo should go to the fullest extent to find out who this guy is kick his ass off the team because of how stupid he is
0: yeah it's like a failing an IQ test is what this is it's like, it's like very eloquently whenever, whenever you get uh, caught, when, whenever you fail a drug test for marijuana at the NFL combine, it's not about, Oh no, you smoke weed. No, it's about how stupid are you to smoke marijuana before the biggest job interview of your life where, you know, you're going to get tested. It's a, it's failing an IQ test. Just saying, here's your sign that just says I'm
1: stupid but I, I don't have any, like, I have zero remorse or sentiment for any of these guys. Like, Brandon Davis could be a great guy. Stupid at at times. Now no longer uh, a part of the Tennessee okay. football team. He needs, he, he need they need to find out. Like I said, I, if I was Josh Apple, I'd try to find out who the other guy is and sit his ass down and be like, dude. Why are you so stupid?
0: All right, so here I'm going to get to a stupid comment from James. He says, and this is why I don't read the Knox News Sentinel, clickbait journalism. No, 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 John, James, James, James. This is actually good journalism. You just don't think it's good journalism because you don't like the story.
1: Well, well, yeah, it's it's stating factual. Yeah. It's it's literally stating factual evidence. Now, the problem with the kitten story, which was not the Knox News Sentinel. That was disclosure. It did not have enough information because it the just report happened. did not it couldn't attain as n- enough information.
0: And it had just happened. The investigation, like the the Blake Topmire Knox New Sentinel story, has been going on for a year and the case had been closed, therefore more information is available. But calling that clickbait journalism means that you don't understand what actual journalism is and that you just didn't like the story. Well, right. And
1: this is look the uh, Journalism has always been a massive part of our society, right? It's the third party between an incident or incidents that happen and the public masses, right? That pay and and, in some professional settings prop these guys up and make them larger than life, that really the third party journalists, it's really bringing it to light. Now, going back to the cancel culture, We're quick to step now because we have social media. We don't let it develop. This story is a fully developed story. Yes. It has come to a conclusion. Brandon Davis got shot by his teammate. He wanted to clarify he didn't shoot himself, and he didn't want to tell who his teammate was. Because I think, now looking back on it, they both realized how dumb they were. That
0: yeah, and and the police again. The end of the investigation, the police believe it was an accidental shooting. So if if the if you're Brandon Davis and your buddy accidentally had his gun go off and it went into your leg, you probably don't want to ruin your buddy's life for something that didn't mean to happen, even if
1: it was something stupid, right? That's probably what happened, and that that was the inside deal, and they skewed it where it didn't get out to the public to uh possibly ruin the guy who shot Brandon Davis it's life
0: yeah uh right so again g man says journalists these days sensationalize the entire story though pathetic even sometimes they dead. do yeah but this is not a sensationalized story this is an this actual is like an really exam. good story
1: yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah this but we are and look, uh, we are in the media, and you call that a good thing and a bad thing, right? Uh, but we're more opinionated based on other reports. We've done our our own reports here on A to Z Sports. But you do have to check all of your boxes. There is a due diligence. The problem is there's an overlying cloud that the public has a perception to all media, right? Whether whether it's political media, sports media, news media, it doesn't matter You're always going to be perceived a certain way. That's why at A to Z Sports, Austin and I try to do the best job to do the most due diligence prior to reporting something. Now, we give opinions all damn day. That's a part of this show based on other reports, but that's something that you'll never be able to run away from because media is just keep going down with clickbait and all that other. Uh,
0: So bud love says, but it ruined one kid's life and set him back. Look at this. Now he had to leave, etc. Like I don't, we don't know for a fact that this is the reason why Brandon Davis transferred. We don't know that it could be, but we have no idea. It also could be the fact that he was buried on the depth chart and wanted to go play football. And he went to a junior college we have, again, it could be that, but again, we have no idea. So there's several reasons why Brandon Davis could have transferred. There's a bunch of different reasons of why kids leave schools and go to other schools. It, so we can't jump to that conclusion either.
1: And and Datsun brings up in some other regard, it talk, talks about credibility mattering. It, to accusers, they matter, right? And to the it matters on the story on the other side, the accusees. The other thing that matters is the credibility of the journalist, right? Like Pat Forty lost all credibility in my mind by saying that people, that 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 guys won games based on wearing and not wearing masks. That's dumb. Like that loses credibility. Not all complete credibility. He's got good sources. He's reported things. I think Pat Forty's history has shown for what he does, there's credibility within him. But you start to... Chop away at that when you say stupid things like masks relating to wins and losses. That doesn't matter. They don't mix. So you kind of got to weigh this thing. But this is a complete story, Austin. This story is completed. I think it just shows for me what the university and the football program is willing to do to win football games and protect students. And we'll find out if Aaron Beasley is one of those students that they're willing to protect.
0: All right. So James comes back on the clickbait thing. And James says, I understand that he spent over a year on the story, but the story developed as two kids being stupid and we're messing with guns. I don't think that it's that not that interesting, uh, but which is what media should be doing. That's why it's clickbait. It's not clickbait. It's a completion of a story. Like you just wished, so you would prefer it not be completed and that you, that everybody thinks that Brandon Davis shot himself. That's what James thinks. that that everybody should just assume that Brandon Davis shot himself, but by Blake Topmeyer completing the story, now it tells us that Brandon Davis did not shoot himself, that a teammate did it, and that the teammate's still on the team.
1: Yeah, and what I struggle with, which I shouldn't, is the understanding, and you mentioned it earlier, Austin, that college students are going to do stupid things. I think where I (sighs) – take a deep breath and I'm like, why is the level of stupidity in these cases? It's the level of stupidity. It's not that I, I have done plenty of dumb things in college. I feel like that we all have. I went to an SEC school. We were the number one party school at the, in the nation at the time, stupid things, but there is a level of stupidity that you can get to, especially because the cases that we discuss have to do with athletes athletes have been given an opportunity whether it's a scholarship playing time notoriety money under the table whatever it is they've been given something so their responsibilities are much greater but there's The stupidity
0: is at a whole nother level too. And something that James is right about is that uh, Jeremy Pruitt was running a loose ship. How much of a disaster that has become because all the individuals that we're talking about today on the show, whether it was the marijuana drug possession case in March, the Aaron Beasley situation with kicking the cat and now this mystery shooter, all or Jeremy Pruitt players. And now Josh Heupel is having to deal with the fallout of these boneheads doing stupid things when he did not recruit these people. Yeah, and
1: that's another thing we should not be surprised about. Because we knew, now we're finding out the full level of how bad the program was being run by Jeremy Pruitt. But when when he got caught for violations, which we still don't have a sentence, correct? I mean, we would know about
0: that. No, that the NCAA will take their sweet time.
1: Right. And so we there shouldn't be a shock that Jeremy Pruitt was not running a clean ship. Now all of the dirt is starting to seep out and we'll continue because these players just don't disappear. And Josh Heupel, I don't think can come in here and just straighten him up with the snap of a finger saying, hey boys, follow my lead. All right, so let's let's, you know, I, th- I think we can kind of put and move on from this
0: because, look, th- these are two bad stories that, that Josh Heupel has to handle. We'll we'll try to follow what happens with the Aaron Beasley investigation and see what comes of that. Look, we'll see if if a name comes out uh, in this shooting situation because it still so could. Like it's it's early on; it, somebody else can get a hold. Should that player football. get kicked off the team? I think um, because there's no they should they should be suspended for a significant amount of time because look it's it's definitely illegal to bring a gun into places into certain places criminal
1: just like animal cruelty
0: yes but animal cruelty is a Again, I don't know as much information about the investigation. I,
1: that's the whole point of what I've been saying this entire effing show. I, I, but Boston.
0: Zach, I think I think animal cruelty is so psychotic that they that Aaron Beasley, been if shooting found somebody else, it was an act. Like the police has told in this report that it was an accidental shooting. Like they've said that, like that is what they have found in their invest in their, their investigation that it was accidental and thank you kelkins for putting this in a better way than i did animal cruelty is a moral issue gun in a bar is stupidity so again they are they are different and i have no patience for aaron beasley if true if the allegations are true i have no i, I,
1: I agree on. i i agree with that statement don't get that misconstrued if found guilty on the kitten case his ass should be off of the team. If you want to kick him out of the university, I don't have a problem with that. It's a lesson learned. His life's not over. It's not like giving him the death sentence in the electric chair. It's he can have a new start and mend himself and his morals somewhere else. I'm with you on that, Austin. Yeah, and Donald, Donald I said, think they should find out who this person is who sh- accidentally shot his teammate. They know. The team knows. Then, then that tells you that they are not willing to kick him off. Does Josh Heupel know? Well, if the team knows, then Josh Heupel should But know. The,
0: the team knew a year ago. Josh, Heupel, Josh Heupel should know. Yes, he, I, I guarantee you he now knows. If he didn't know before the story came out, he knows now. And so we'll find out.
1: So you're saying that he's already not doing a good job by not kicking him off?
0: Well, he hasn't had an opportunity yet. We, we, nothing's come out of this. We have no idea. Like, he, Josh Heupel has not been I I bet, and I hope, I hope somebody in the Knoxville media, the next time Josh Heupel... Uh, speaks to them is asked about both situations. That's what I hope happens, but that I, I can't that say I can't judge Josh Heupel for anything until I see hear him answer a question about
1: it. I heard that same statement for Jeremy Pruitt. I don't know. I think it was last spring about something. So, uh, you
0: know, do you remember what it was?
1: No, I don't. Okay, but I, so I literally he- the second you said that statement, I remember it was just.
0: Jeremy well, have, Brewers
1: was replaced with Josh Heupel.
0: I have to give Josh Heupel an opportunity. Like, come on! Like, what's wrong with what I said? Well, he knows. If anything, the facts. I'm being if anything, I'm being consistent. He knows the facts. We we don't. I mean, we don't know that. We can assume that he knows the facts. We don't know that. I think he, I probably have a pretty good idea that he knows the facts. But I'm going to give Josh Heupel an opportunity to answer questions about it before I judge him. What is wrong with what I'm saying? Okay. What is wrong with what I'm saying? Tell me. Tell me what's wrong with what I'm saying, Zach.
1: You think he knows, but you don't know that he knows. Because
0: I don't know. How can I know that? I, I mean, I have a pretty good indication that somebody reads Knox New sentinel on his staff and says, "Hey, coach, here's this. You need to deal with it." Should he know? That's my. Yeah, he probably
1: should. Probably or should? Okay, Zach. He should know about so, this So, now. There, now you can now now you can now form an opinion on. But so what if the, you I believe that he Zach, should know? My point is, then I am not jumping know.
0: to a conclusion that I know that he knows. That's you have a problem with me either jumping to conclusion or not jumping to conclusion. You're on both
1: sides of this and I don't know how to please you anymore with what you want me to say. No, I'm just, I'm asking you the question based on what you, your opinion started with. That's again, I hate these shows. I can't stand them because it's all speculation. Now I formed an opinion on both of them, but I don't know the, like the, the second story is closed, right? I believe that you should go find the guy Josh Heupel should find the person who shot his teammate and kick his ass off the team for being a dumbass, period. That's my opinion, very succinctly. I'm not jumping around corners on if he knows. He should know. Go find that dog and find him, right? Billy Madison. You go find him. So that's what I think.
0: All right, let's move on to the, uh, the outstanding basketball over the weekend. We, we, look, we're not going to waste our time with trying to rank – where the Jalen Sugg shot lands in the best March Madness games of the last decade. We're not going to do that because other shows will do that today and it's going to be the same discussions everywhere you listen. So we just want to know this. What was your reaction? What did you do when Jalen Suggs shot, banked in for Gonzaga to beat UCLA? Not that kind of
1: shot. (laughs) The shooter's shot.
0: Yes. Yeah. No pun intended there. What did you do? How did you react when that shot banked in, but first let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There are so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefits, uh, whether it's uh, creating extra cash flows for you and your family, or uh, maybe you're currently renting and you want a new home, bigger, smaller, whatever it might be, different location. They've got tons of inventory for you to take advantage of at RentersWarehouse.com.
1: A to Z Sports, don't forget, download the Bet MGM app today. They're a great title sponsor here on A to Z Sports. BetMGM code A-T-O-Z Sports. Austin and I, you've heard us on the show talk about how fun, how much fun we are having using this app. We talk all the time of what, what lines we're going to take, what we like. Uh, and we've also created an A to Z sports pick show that helps you and teaches you how to bet responsibly. That's bet MGM code atoz sports. All
0: right. So what did you do when Jalen Suggs banked in that 45 foot three at the buzzer uh, to have Gonzaga survive and advance the title game and beat UCLA? So quick
1: question. Uh, Bobby says, was this the first true buzzer beater of the tournament?
0: Well, um, it depends on what your definition of buzzer. Like Alabama hit a three at the buzzer to tie UCLA to go to overtime. But I, I think it is the first game-deciding buzzer beater of
1: the tournament. That Alabama one was was surprising. but That was more catch-and-shoot, or was it a up-the-full-court type of situation? Yeah, remember. so point guard dribbled up to that's the right going, side going. of the court, dribbled back, passed to number three. I don't know his name. And he hit the shot because his guy was helping on the point guard. And that little space uh, gave him the ability to hit the three. A lot of bad help defense leaving open
0: shooters that just pissed me off this tournament and cost me some money. But so, what did you do? Uh, When the shot went in, Jeff says, I was watching my friend's Twitch stream who had three bets on UCLA (laughs) and he just fell off his couch onto the floor. That's pretty good. Greg says, yelled curse words. I needed a second overtime because I had Zags minus five live bet. Greg, I'm right there with you. I had Zags minus six and a half in a parlay and I wanted double overtime. And there was a, when they were up five, 90 to 85, I thought, I thought we had a chance there, Greg. Uh, Mark says the rich get richer, hated it for UCLA. How about the irony in that comment? The rich get ri- richer. I hate it for UCLA. Like UCLA is a poor, uh, you know, mid-major team.
1: Yeah, UCLA, well, <laughs> Because UCLA we don't has- think U- UCLA based on who was their, their coach when, when they went to back-to-back finals, Ben. Ben Holland.
0: Holland? Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, they haven't really been relevant uh, that much since then. Uh you know they've had some blips, but this was a really good run by UCLA. They shocked a lot of teams in a, a kind of a tough bracket, right? Now they didn't have to go through Illinois, but like it was a I think for UCLA, I, I thought it was good of what they no, were they able to
0: they come. didn't they beat didn't they beat Michigan? So they did go through the one seed in their bracket.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. They're bottom left.
0: Yeah. They went, they went through Michigan in a game that just pissed me off. Cause Michigan, like I, I j- let's get back to the comment. Sean says, jumped up and was, was all over the emojis. Incredible. Uh, James says, I was excited. And also, uh, not that mad. I almost won 35 bucks on a $5 bet. G man says, I hollered. My wife jumped. She was looking at a magazine. Um, let's see. Uh, Alex says as a USC, fan having Gonzaga in the championship game. He was happy. JJ says, see that type of shot a lot in the NBA. John Morant did it last week against Boston. Yeah, but th- that didn't have the stakes that Jalen Suggs had on it. Uh, Dom says nothing. I was already pissed. Cause I bet the under screw that last leg of eight leg parlay. So Zach, what, what did you do?
1: So I, I also had money on the line. Now the good thing is Gonzaga I had them money line to win in the last leg of a six team parlay that hit. Now, a lot of them were favorites, so I won like, I don't know, 170 bucks on it. But I was I had $375 on the line on Baylor and Gonzaga plus 10 winning by 10 points minus or 10. more. Nice, Right? Or or minus 10, I guess. Yeah. So but that was out the window. Yeah, The Zags weren't going to win by 10 at that point. So now all I was doing was rooting for Gonzaga to win. So I did like, I feel like any big moment in sports, I started yelling and I got up and I ran down the hall and came back. <laughs> <laughs> yelling. <laughs> right. That's, I think that's my initial reaction. Like, Oh, he hit it. And then come back, I want to watch the replay. Make sure yeah. you hit it. Yeah.
0: No, it's, it's so funny. Like I actually didn't run normally when things happen like this, I run in a circle or do a sprint wherever I'm out and at, uh, but I, I did something that I, I never thought I would do. I went full surrender Cobra. I did it. I was on my couch. I went full surrender, Cobra mouth wide open. Like you've got to be kidding me. He hit that shot. And I I always
1: just in, in,
0: just no words, no words. I just was quiet. I went, I just didn't say anything and full surrender Cobra. And then I caught myself. I was like, no, like what if a camera sees me doing that? And then I had to pull my hands down because I always tell myself never surrender Cobra. Never do it because somebody is going to see you and make you look like a fool. But I did surrender Cobra in my living room by myself. And, and I was like, Oh God, I can't do that because I don't want to fall into that trap.
1: It, I had flashbacks. Like in the moment I said, man, I'm going to remember this moment for a long time. It's a big game, a big shot on their way to a possible national championship. I thought about it. The other thing that flashed before my eyes Duke Butler and Gordon Hayward almost making the full or half court shot yeah. to win the national championship bounce off the backboard and out this was bounce off the backboard and in
0: yeah it and it the fact that he banked it made it worse for UCLA because obviously he wasn't trying to bank it so he missed he missed but he got saved by the backboard
1: and it's just you know, it's the cliche, UCLA fans and players, it is what it is. You can't, he made the shot.
0: Yeah. Jalen Suggs is an absolute stud. I I, I need to take a few minutes, uh, not even a few minutes, but the play that he made where he blocked the dunk and then threw the cross-court bounce pass to Timmy for a dunk was absolutely insane. I went back and watched that later that night. He blocked the dunk strongly at the rim by a bigger player with his left hand, blocks the dunk with his left, and then throws the cross court like Steve Nash bounce pass with his right hand. Like the, the the athleticism to do that with a left and a right is insane. Insane. Like that one play alone should make his draft stock skyrocket because it's it's unbelievable. Not many people can do something like that with either hand.
1: Well, and we think, just defined a great player. Uh, yes. Last week, I even said this. To get from an average to a good player, you have to be able to finish with both hands. That It is massive and, and takes advantage defensively for a guy who's trying to guard you, and it doesn't matter which way you can go. To get from a good to a great player, you have to excel in moments of crisis. Suggs did exactly
0: that. But like, like how you can like, if you're a right-handed player, throw, like blocking that shot with the amount of strength, like blocking a dunk weight with room. your, with Man, your opposite. It's not even about weight room. It's about like your shoulder structure to be able to have the strength to do that. It's it's unbelievable. Um, it, it was incredible how he pulled that up. But I, I thought Gonzaga was about to choke that away at the end of regulation, but they, they pulled it back together and, and pulled it out. Should be a great game tonight. So, Zach, let's do this. Let's ask, what's our best bet for tonight's Baylor-Gonzaga game? Because I honestly, I have no idea what to do with this. But we're going to talk about what was you, what's your best bet. Are you placing a bet on this game tonight? We want to hear it. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride, whether it's the Hyundai Sonata, the Hyundai Elantra, or the Hyundai Palisade, brand new 2021 in stock at Wilson County Hyundai. For you or your family, if you've got a 16-year-old that is just Being able to drive the safety of Hyundai, it is unmatched. The price of Wilson County Hyundai is unmatched. They will hook you up. If you mentioned A to Z Sports sent you, they'll give you a great deal. Payne Bone and his team, a great owner there at Wilson County Hyundai. You can check out their inventory today at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Yep, Zach
0: and I are playing this game tonight on our BetMGM app. Download the app today. Use our, pro, our our code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports when you sign up, and for your first deposit and first bet, you get a risk-free bet up to $600. So, how does that work? Is it let's say you deposit $200 bucks and you want to put all $200 on Gonzaga minus four and a half? If you win that bet, you win the money. If you lose the bet, you get all that back in free bets, where you can build up your bank account uh, further at BetMGM. Download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports. Uh, that risk-free bet offer still going on there with the ATOZ Sports bonus code. So, what's your best bet for tonight, Zach? What do you think? What are you thinking about this one?
1: I'm struggling with this because I'm going for Baylor, but I have this, you know, gut feeling that the Zags are going to win. So I actually may, I may take the points with Baylor just to, and not put a lot of money on it. Uh, national championship games kind of scare me, like the but the Super Bowl. I, I would and again, uh, lucky, good, smart, strategic, uh, open-eared, whatever you want to call me. You know, won two grand off Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Had a lot of you know dogs uh, dogs in those hunt in that hunt, but I, for for this, I, I'm going for Baylor. I like the way they play. I haven't seen a, uh, enough of Gonzaga, so I may I may place like 25 or 50 on Baylor with the points. So,
0: I, I'm I, I'm curious about the total in this game, and it's at 159 and a half right now. I know both teams like to score, but I don't think. I don't think that that's a lot of points. 160 for the, like I feel like the under might be a smart play here just because of the stakes it's at. And you you know this, you're an NBA guy. When the stakes are high, the defense amps up. And then when the stakes are high, you get a little nervous and so the shots don't fall. Like it's easy to play defense nervous than it is to just play offense nervous. So I'm I'm leaning towards the under. 159 and a half that feels like the right move
1: yeah and you the best part about that in a national championship game is after the first half you could win the bet right you could be like all right they're playing good defense they haven't scored enough points in the first half you've probably got that locked up to maybe place another bet on the actual game or do whatever you know life's too short to bet on the under though right no it's it's not no
0: it's not it has not been
1: well, that's let's, what the sticker says.
0: Let's that is what the sticker says. Let's look at the first half under because I find that intriguing uh, too. I'm gonna pull that up because the first half under is usually pretty intriguing. The first half uh, total is 75 and a half, and the Zags are minus two and a half first half spread.
1: You no, know, that's what uh, old Gregor man says. Uh, Zags first half looks good. I, the under, I may go with the under with you on that i hate going for the under but i I may do bet i don't know i got some i I haven't had a chance to sit down and look at my bets for the day so uh it's gonna be a good game baylor's really good gonzaga's really good i think these are the two best teams that should be in the championship game
0: yeah so i was also thinking about this too does it like because Gonzaga just survived that game against UCLA, does that give them the ability to play looser? Because they, yeah, I,
1: th- I think it usually resets you, right?
0: Yes. And so right now the total, is, Dom, is one fifty nine and a half. The first half total is seventy five and a half. Um, usually second halves are higher scoring than first halves because of just you know fouling down the stretch gets you some extra points in the game is lengthened over the last few minutes, but I'm very intrigued. I don't know about this 8:20 central time tip off though. Might need a nap this afternoon.
1: Oh man. I didn't realize it was that late.
0: 8:20, So giddy up for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Zach, it's time for bad sales job. You said you thought of a bad sales job off the top of your head, right? As the start of the show happened today, so bad sales job. We do this every Monday. We'll find out who the winner is. Last week, we had our first ever draw on a bad sales job. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, make sure whenever that injury happens in life, you know where to go. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org to make sure you get back to health, back to full recovery. They've got over a dozen doctors who specialize in. And nearly any injury that you could have, knee, hip, shoulder, neck, back, whatever it might be, they've got you. They've also got a state-of-the-art rehab facility right there on campus in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org.
1: A to Z Sports, we talked about bets. Make sure you use BetMGM for all of those bets. You can see in the middle of the screen, code A-T-O-Z Sports.
0: All right, Zach, best uh, or bad sales job here on a Monday. Uh, who goes first this week?
1: It doesn't matter.
0: I'm trying to scroll to find my bad sales jobs uh, list that I had in my text to myself. Um, so while I look for that, you go ahead and go.
1: Give it, give your, give me mine. Yeah. All right. Well, you'll understand. Cause I looked on my kitchen counter and it made me have an idea for this bad sales job. So Austin, you are going to have to sell us the people on why the best way to eat an onion is like an apple. <laughs> That's the only way that people should eat an onion is just you eat apples all the time too. I I hear, I hear them. I see them after, after the show's over when we meet that's tell us why that's the best way. And the only way to eat an onion, get your clock ready. I do ready.
0: So when you're trying to approach how to eat an onion, you have to make sure you don't open yourself up to more tears, more crying opportunities. So if you dice the onion, you're really getting all of the onion aromas out. But if you actually bite it and eat it like an apple, you're not letting it out into the air. You're keeping it condensed to one biting area. And that way you don't cry as much because you're not opening up all the onion to the airspace. That's how you should eat an, an onion right there.
1: uh, when you dice an onion, you, you use it to cook. You don't just use it to eat.
0: Look, that's fine. I know. I know that, but I'm trying to sell you on how to eat one like an apple. Okay.
1: Like I obviously
0: know how you know
1: that just, it did the sale. Didn't make sense.
0: Well, you're asking me to do it. How to eat an onion with like an apple. That's the point of the bad. It doesn't make sense. Of course it doesn't make sense. Zero sense. Well, yes, but I'm trying to do a sales job on something that doesn't make sense. Like that's it wasn't what you did. a very
1: good, bad sales job. That's no, all I'm trying to say.
0: All right. Thanks.
1: So. It was uh, a rough one. Again, I, like I, I I thought that it was a really good, bad sales job. And I, I thought. <laughs> all right. So, Zach, you
0: have to tell me. Why actual print newspapers are on their way back to be the leading media outlet. Newspapers, physical newspapers are on their way back to be the leading media outlet.
1: All right, let me know. You're good. On you. One simple reason that newspapers are on its way back up is because of money. Everybody's gone to the internet, subscribe here, subscription, $4 per month, $5 per month. Newspapers are on the rise, absolutely free. They're going back to the traditional way of advertising, delivering you right to your door. You're not going to have to pay for them. Advertisers are going to pay for them. So you don't have to take all that money out, only fans' money, every single month. They're on the rise, and that's how people want to consume words are king. That's where it is. Gun. Newspapers.
0: I don't know, man. Um, because you've always had to subscribe to newspapers. <laughs>
1: like it's never been that's free. the point about why newspapers are on the rise. No more subscriptions. That's the sell.
0: Oh, oh, oh. So you, that, okay, all right, okay. Yeah. Did you so not hear me say that? You made the decision for all newspapers that all
1: newspapers are now free because that's, back. That was the sell. That wasn't, that wasn't true, though. That's not how it works. No, that's why they're coming on the rise. That's that That's how their it, business model you're to lying. come back. You're lying to the consumer. No, that will work. I don't know. That's the point. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: I don't know. Who wins this one? Oof to both, says Ethan Ramsey. (laughs) Yeah, Bobby. Newspapers weren't free when they're in vogue. Uh, I think I won that one. Austin's didn't make any sense. Yours didn't make any sense. You were talking about how newspapers are free? Yes. They're not. They've never been free. But now advertisers are going to
1: support them.
0: Even when advertisers were supporting the print newspaper. It's the combating newspaper the subscription
1: 3. process.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so Bobby says, I got to go with Austin because Zach lied about it. Zach Goodman says, Zach won. Jeff Rubel says Austin lied. I or didn't lied. lie. That that doesn't mean that it can't happen. The way it came across to everybody but yourself sounded like newspapers were going to be free and that you were using that. Like I
1: don't know. Oh, this. look, we got Zach, Zach,
0: Zach. I've already I've already counted one of those Zachs. So you you've got three on yours. I've got a lot more than that. Yes, Shrike says
1: newspapers aren't free. Your whole argument is based on a fictional business. Your model. whole onion theory is based on eating them. at like <laughs> instead of dicing them. You don't eat dice, just scoop them in your mouth. My, my is approach, that was your
0: style? Like
1: Zach, eating my, what you would eat and then taking a bite of the onion for the onion?
0: All right, Zach, I think I the, the comments say that I won this round. I won it based off of them. That's not my opinion. That's also not fictional. That's based off of numbers. Numbers say that I won this one. And I didn't use fantasy. My approach was to limit crying. Your approach was lying about free newspapers. Eliminate crying. Limit, limit crying with onions. But what is
1: the act of that? What? You don't, when you eat the onion, that's not the time that you want onion. I, I know that, but that's, so, that's so, what you, right. That, you that's are,
0: what you presented me with. I, that wasn't just my like choice. What you
1: presented me with but your entire argument was based off of something that you, when you don't eat onions.
0: Yeah, obviously that was why you presented it to me. Yes. That's the point of bad sales job, but I did a better job than you did. That's I, the, that's the point. Thank you. I won this one. Everybody uh, says this. Not everybody. everybody. Minus three Don't people. say
1: everybody. Three
0: people said you won. Everybody else who has voted said I won. So I won that one. We are now tied 8-8-1, eight, eight, just like Jeff Fisher in a 17-game season. All right, that's the show today. <laughs> We've got stuff to do. So we we gotta we'll hop off here. It's almost 9 30 and we gotta stay up late because the game doesn't tip off until 8 20. But we'll be back tomorrow night uh for or I'm sorry, tomorrow morning for reaction to Gonzaga Baylor. Uh, Buck will be live tonight for prime time with some reaction with that game going on. Uh and uh we'll make sure that you guys get all the uh, entertainment reaction to whatever story we're talking about. If you want to read about the Vols' kitten case, Zach Reagan wrote about it on our website, The Mystery Shooter. We'll find out what happens with that. But uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning, sleeping morning on happen. Tuesday. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys later on. Thanks for watching.
1: Adios.